that he about. He thinks me. he has a pass. Bill he thinks he has a pass, pass because now I'm never going to go to Bill Marshall now. But Bill thinks he has a pass Bill because. Really, oh, well, well, I'll take it on me so you can go on the show because I love what you do. So yeah, Bill, you think you have a pass. The fact of the matter is, if it came down to it, what I said to him was, oh, so then. If it takes the black man in your mind, as liberal as Bill is, and he, oh, no, peace, peace and love, the black dude in his mind is the stereotypical, you know, yeah, what? Yeah, you know, that, that dude. Right. That guy exists, but that's not the range of the black experience. But let's say that that's the black dude. So then when I meet you, when I talk to you again, I'll give you that black dude, and I will beat your ass in public. <laughs> and that's what I said. Everybody, welcome to Talk It Up Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. Katie. And we're back with another episode. Sorry, guys, we did not have one last week. But we're back. Thank you, everybody, for continuing to uh, support us and listen. Even when we don't put out episodes, we appreciate it a lot. And we hope you like the picture that we posted on Instagram. If you haven't seen that, check it out. Um, so... Remember, you can hit us up on our social media accounts. Keep the conversation going. We have a Facebook, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast, which we need to update. Um, we have a Twitter, at talkitout underscore pod. We have an uh, Instagram, at talkitoutpodcast. Hit us up there. We love to debate. We love to, to talk to you guys. Um, remember, you can listen to Talk It Out Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, wherever you could possibly find a podcast, you can find us there so we're gonna get the conversation started the first thing i want to talk about is famed and hailed quote-unquote liberal commentator tv show host author bill maher just got into deep water (laughs) because apparently this weekend whenever his last episode aired that dude literally said nigga. He was talking about. Um, I mean, would you like me to read it off? I have the exact quote. Uh, I was going to find it. But if you if you get no, nah, you can't say the word. Uh, no. Anyways, <laughs> he was talking to Republican uh, Senator Ben Sasse. And uh, Ben Sasse said, hey, oh, you should come to Nebraska and work in the fields or something or something like that. And he was like. Work in the fields. Senator, I'm a house nigga. Mm. Mayor who in March joked about celebrating Black History Month by buying lobster with food stamps. <laughs> Anyways, um, do y'all, anybody want to comment on this before I, I go in? Because I've been following this guy and, and I know that dude's terrible. Well, first of all, he not funny. Mm-hmm. And it's not funny, period. Um, and I don't think that the way, like, HBO was like, basically, this was not right. Um, he shouldn't have said that. But, like, Bill Maher, he was like, Friday nights are always my worst night of sleep because I'm up reflecting. And last night was just so terrible. I'm so sorry that I used that offensive word. Like, I just want to say, like, you knew what you were saying when you were saying it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it it wasn't just something. I'm sure this isn't something that he just sometimes says. uh, Like, he had it. The way he was comfortable with saying it. Like, this man says this all the time. 
This isn't right. something that he he just came up and all of a sudden he finally saying it. And <laughs> now he realized that it was offensive uh, because it was on TV. No, this man said it. He always says it. Now that he slipped up on TV and said it, now he's sorry. Of course. That's well, y'all, maybe he just got black friends and he thought it would be okay <laughs> to say it. You know how some, some white people, they think because you are, I'm not saying it excuses it, but you know, have you heard white people say, oh, that's my, ni- my nigga, and I'd be like, huh? No, and I'm say? glad I haven't heard them say that. I have. I'd be like, what you say? And, and like, they feel because that they're because they're comfortable with black people and they know black people and black people are comfortable with them. I guess some people, some white people feel like it gives them a pass. Like even if a black person was to say that joke on TV, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even say nigga. They just say I'm a house slave or whatever or something like that. Like I, I belong in the house. Like most, I don't even think most black people would even say that. Like if they're not even I talking will. about that, like do for real. And I, 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 I believe some. No, let's be real. If somebody, if you talking to a black person and if you're, you're talking black, to a black person, yeah, yes, if you talking to a black person, we would have said, "Oh no, uh, no, I'm a house nigga," and it would have been a joke. But if you're talking to a white person and they say something like, "Oh, I'm bring you outside to work in the field with me," I'm like, mm, "I'm that house slave." I get the difference. I get the difference. I wouldn't have said nigga to a white person. I don't even use the word period, but uh-huh. I get what you're saying. He 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 felt too comfortable using the word, so that yeah. either says a that he says it all the time, or b no that he says it all the time offensively, or b that he felt too comfortable saying it because he hangs around with black people. But my thing is, is like you were just saying, Joy, and what Gabby was agreeing with that you said if you were talking to to black people and saying it. But my thing is, is like he was saying it a white senator, and he's white, and he's white. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My thing is, is like that. I know, and I'm agreeing with you there. Like my thing is, like at what point would that even be funny? Like that's basically like two. Uh, white masters sitting in their big old house talking about, oh, I'm, I'm, I stay in the house. I don't go out and work fields. Like, I feel like that is so problematic. That's so crazy. Like, then on top of that, HBO saying they're going to remove all the times that he uses that word in subsequent hearings. Like, why not just take him off the show? Never, you know don't never do that because he's making too much money. I never, yeah, I bet say he makes too much money for that. And, and I think makes this, it. and here's here's where the this is this is the big Kahuna thing, and this is the main overarching topic, and we'll talk about this later when we uh have uh lighting myself on fire on the show. We talk about white allies and um these quote unquote white liberal progressives who we give passes because he he always says racially um kind of smart stuff about black people i remember one time when hillary clinton was running and some black people were protesting her you know talking about super predators and um 
saying how they didn't feel included or whatever. He was like, why do black people have to be invited to everything? Like, why, like, why do y'all always have to be this? And why y'all always have to be that? Like, I was like, dude, for real. And, and here's the crazy thing. Here's the most craziest part. Because there's this guy, Michael Eric Dyson. I don't know if y'all know him, but I'm, I'm sure some of our listeners know him. And he has always been seen as like a black. Um, he's an author. He talks a lot about the state of black culture. He talks a lot about hip hop and and uh, the state of black men. And a lot of times, you know, he talks real fast. And when it comes to race, a lot of times, you know, he makes good points. But I have never seen him coon harder than when he came on Bill Meyer. And uh, and Bill Maher was talking bad about Black Lives Matter. Like, I have never seen a man. He was, like, almost scared to say anything. Like, he was trying to get that check or something like that. And then after Bill Maher said the N-word, this is what Michael Eric Dyson said. Now, this dude was supposed to be pro-black. He was talking all about Obama this, Obama that, and how the black people need to do this, black people need that. Michael Eric Dyson said this after the N-word came out. He said, I'm emotional about this. I love Bill Maher. He's a very dear friend. But as I made plain through the years, the N-word should be reserved for black use, period. Having said that, as he shows on real time nearly every week, Bill's been a champion for many fights of black justice. He has bravely and relentlessly pilloried racism, white privilege, and white indifference to the black plight. Plus, he has, from the start, featured brilliant black personalities on his show, whether on network TV or now cable. In short, he has used his platform to highlight black faces and amplify black voices that might never have otherwise been given such a prominent perch to tell their truth. Given the Bill Maher I know, he will use this opportunity to strengthen his role as an ally to black people. What kind of coonery and buffoonery? What? What? I wonder if, like, they're kind of chalking it up because, like, supposedly a quote-unquote comedian. And I think, I think, Gabby, me and you talked about, like, how we felt about, um, old dude, what is his name? Dave Chappelle. God, I can't even think of Yes, Dave Chappelle and his most recent thing that he had on Netflix and, like, how offensive it was. I don't think that we should just be giving people passes because they're quote-unquote comedians. Like, it's something better. Do better for yourself. If all that you can talk about is trans people or using the N-word offensively, like, do better. Do better for yourself. But I don't even think, even if it wasn't like, I don't even see this dude. He didn't even use the argument that it's for comedy. I just see this yeah, dude. Yeah, but the news media is. What it is, is he doesn't it. think that it was that big of a deal because yeah. it was a joke in his in his defense quote-unquote and he's like well i didn't do anything wrong that the whole point of this argument is his not thinking that he did anything wrong because that just shows his white privilege the point i've been trying to make with this michael eric dyson thing we go back to that the point i'm trying to make is we like if we go back to all the way back to the cultural appropriation thing inviting people to the cookout sometimes we as black people again give these white liberal quote-unquote progressives passes because sometimes they might say oh i guess black people are mistreated i guess there's police brutality and then they sometimes say stuff 
against Donald Trump and then we give them passes to say all this kind of crazy stuff until eventually, you know, they think they're entitled to say certain things. Like he's he's been given a thousand passes. Like I remember in um Especially like when a black person comes over there, comes on there, a black person that could be like well educated of being just by being black, but having degrees in these issues and black politics, economics and all this stuff. And he will talk over them and act like he's smarter than them and know more about the black community and black economics than they do. And people give him a pass because, well, you know, he's given us a place like Michael Eric Dyson said, he's given us a place to, to talk. But he's Man, not even respecting say, your, your point of view. He's just using you. To like get ratings and debate with somebody, he he's still talking down to you, not even like as an equal. He still thinks he's better than you, and you give you okay. give these people these passes to do that, and then eventually they say the N word, and then it's like outrage. But the guy showed you like he's how long has he been on been on this show? He has showed you throughout all these years that he ain't about nothing, that he's a terrible person, that he's racist. But I mean, until they say the N word, I guess they're not racist. I think sometimes. Black people have a tendency to say, well, hey, I need to get this message across. And I know that I have need a white person to help me do that. And sometimes I'm not going to, black people take, a, take flag because they feel like, okay, I need this person to be on my side and to get my message across. So maybe it's not so much as they're they don't see how they how he's treating them maybe it's like okay this jack what is horrible and but i need him to get my message across maybe he's a means to an end for them just like they are to him you see the uh, i think there's yeah, other ways to him. do it i mean i'll take the privileged white person who knows what they're doing who knows what they're saying about black black people and wants to help us over the horrible racist white person, horribly racist, like they want to oppress us and let the uh, let that person who's privileged see our get other white people to see our our place. I guess my and, thing and, is just like why are those the only I don't think those are the only two choices. You could there there I'm sure there's some white people that won't say the N word uh also, and talk down to you. But before he said the N word, would we be even discussing this? I would because I mean, I've always point. I've always talked about him and how he's a terrible person. But some but like I, I said your point. some people would not. Yeah, I get your point, but what I'm saying is Sometimes it's not the only two options, but if you go to a part, that's okay, far away. But back in slave days, if you were a white person that hang around with a black person and you were like on their side, you're what, a wigger? And other people don't see, and other white people don't see you as like, they see you as white, but they see you as um, on the other side. You're on their side. Uh, they don't take you seriously. I want a person that that understands. It might think that they're a little bit better than me, but I'll show them later on. Yeah. But, 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 but the difference is, is that no, Bill like doesn't. 
Right, that's the thing. Like, Actually, if you have you seen thing, any of like Bill Maher's show, Bill Maher is not like somebody yeah, just like, like yeah. I love black people. He just sometimes no, has no, black no. people on there to sometimes talk about black stuff sometimes. I'm not talking about And him. then like he, he says racist the, things still. No, see, I'm not talking about Bill Maher in general. I'm just talking about the what he represents. You know, what, what you were talking about, white people who may think that they're better than black people but try to be down with the cause. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about those people, that general, that, that general person. Okay. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to end it with, uh, cause, uh, killer Mike, he's a, he's a rapper, but he kind of, he kind of started rubbing me the wrong way. Not that I really knew who he was, but he kind of got into the mainstream, um, mainstream. I, after uh i think mike brown one of those things he was talking about um his dad being a cop or whatever but he wasn't saying anything bad about black people but when uh bernie sanders came he became like the champion of bernie sanders and he was always touted around as the black man look black people like bernie sanders black people and he was always like trying to force black people to into liking bernie sanders and y'all know i don't want to be forced into anything when it comes to politics so um yeah, he kind of was starting to rub me the wrong way, demanding that black people respect Bernie Sanders or whatever. He was starting to really sound, start to sound coonish, right? And so now, after Bill Maher came out with all this, this is what Killer Mike, this is what Killer Mike had to say. He said, the word is nigger, and it's, pow it's a powerful word for bad, and its offspring, nigger, has been a power-filled word used by those once oppressed. Blacks have bigger things than nigger to concern ourselves with. Black banks, gentrification, economics, and trade education. Love, my nigger. And so then people started talking to him and saying, so you're saying that we're not supposed to, like, you're saying black people only have to focus on the big stuff and let the little stuff slide. And he said, um, somebody else said, well, Bill Maher isn't talking about any of that stuff you say we're supposed to be talking about. He's not talking about black bank gentrification economics. Like, so what is your point? And so then Killer Mike goes, no, I'm not giving him a pass. I just don't have time to care. I have Juneteenth coming up and I really want to get 100 million moves to black banks. You bank black yet? I would rather hear a white person say nigger so that I know what I'm dealing with than with urban and other stuff that liberals use for nigger. So hey, I don't understand anything he said except for that last part. Right. He he did that to kind of save himself. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think I think that was dumb, and I think he was giving him a pass because like he be on he'll he be on Bill Maher too, and that that's kind of becoming the trend. I think these people. But he was trying him. to give him a pass, and when that fell, he tried to save himself. Right. Because why would you even say that? <laughs> why would you even say? Well, I really don't care, you know, about him saying nigga because I get bigger fish to fry. Like heaven forbid, people care. Because he got money, yeah. and when black people get money, some of some of us want to act like, oh, we don't see our problems now. Right. Yeah, it's just a hoot, a hoot. Well, okay. This brings me to one more thing. I don't know if I talk. Not this isn't a transfer thing, but I wanted to talk really quickly about uh, LeBron James. And I don't know if y'all know, but somebody spray painted uh, the word "nigger" actually on his property uh last week and um apparently let me let me pull it up real quick it said during the press conference he was like he he talked about Emmett Till and 
he was thinking about Emmett Till uh, while he was dealing with all of with all of the the drama and stuff like that. And it kind of got me thinking a little bit because now it's like th- this is a trend I see in black celebrities. Tell me if I'm wrong, uh, Joy or KT, mainly Joy. Um, so before when Tam- Tamar Rice, you know, he's from Cleveland. He got he was a 12 year old boy shot and killed less than 10 seconds after the police officer um, got out of his car because he thought the boy had a real gun when it was just a toy gun shot and killed. And um, people were asking him, like, what would you like to say to the family of Tamir Rice? What would you like to say um, to, to the civil unrest or whatever? And all LeBron James could say was, we don't have all the facts and all lives matter. But now, now that something that happened to him, then he wants to <clears throat> evoke Emmett Till and Black Lives This and racism and we all deal with race. Do you think there's a trend like that you see, or am I making this up? Where celebrities, when nothing's happening to them, then oh, racism. That's just something you know. There's no really racism. Really, isn't a big deal or whatever. Y'all just stop worrying. All lives matter. But as soon as something happens to them, they want all the blacks to gather around them and to form a prayer circle and to invoke the ancestors <laughs> and uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. What are we witches? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh Lord. Okay. Well, what what I think is, uh, y'all, y'all always ask me these questions that I know gonna have y'all coming for me. Let's go. But anyway, (laughs) talk it out, (laughs) and we scream it out too. (laughs) I know, right? But anyway, so first of all, I think the Tamir Rice situation was most unfortunate. It was horrible, and you know, every time I hear about something like that, even it just, it just breaks my heart and I feel for it. And I think that it's wrong. And I do believe that there is a problem with police brutality, especially against black people and especially against African-American men, no matter how old they are. Mm-hmm. However, if now you might have to remind me of some uh, facts because I don't re- remember it fully, but Tamir had a gun. Right? A toy gun, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a toy gun. and That was officer, orange. That was orange? That was orange yeah. or green. Like, it was, it was obviously a toy gun. Like, if you look at it, even in the video, you can, even though it's grainy, you can tell it was obviously a toy gun. Yes. Okay. And remind me again what happened with this story. Again, uh, like Gabby said, as soon as the police officer came up, police officer seen Why was the, he there the in the gun. first place? Because I think somebody were, called the police. Some white folks yeah. called the police. Said there's a there's a boy walking around with a gun or something like that, or a man yeah. walking around with a gun. It was a um, man. There was a man walking around with a gun. So then the police pull up and they see this little boy with a toy gun, and then the police officer shoots him. Okay. See, my problem is. I understand how that's wrong and that's horrible. But why why is he outside with a toy gun anyway? That's what? my question. Because he's 12 years old and that's what little boys do. That's fine, but I but to be honest and I and, and y'all are going to come for me, but that's quite fine. 
to be honest, because I know the world that we live in. And I know that it's white people out there who will say that they see a 12 year little black boy as a man and will call the police on him. I don't let my cousins go outside with with a toy gun, water gun, whatever. If you're going to play with a gun, it's going to be in our backyard by the pool. That's it. We don't allow that. And I understand how it's a tragic situation and how uh, he he obviously should have known that it was a toy gun. But that situation... We we should not allow our children uh into that situation. That's first You're right. of all. I guess Second, that's black people's fault. Okay, first of all, don't make that comment because allow that to happen because I know that there are racist people out there and I know that it's stupid people. I'm saying that it's something wrong with those people and that it shouldn't have happened. So I understand why LeBron James would not comment on that because if he had the same view as me, okay, first of all, it's a tragic situation and that shouldn't have happened, but why did you let him go outside with a gun? And I understand that it's kind of blaming the parent. I understand that and I don't want to blame anybody because he should be allowed to go outside with a toy gun. I mean, he's 9 or 12 or 10, but we know the world we live in and I'm not saying live scared. I'm just saying be Cautious. Well, all I'm saying is this, and it's, I can here's here's the here, but here's the the facts of the case is that not only is it just a fact of the police was you know he thought somebody had a gun that police officer had a history of shooting unarmed people because he was scared and he had been going from police department to police department and he never got fired and this has been the case. That really, um, I guess, made people look at him because he actually killed somebody this time. So again, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a case of you. You have to be more careful because if the police were trained the right way and doing their job, which they are getting paid to carry guns and protect us, not kill it, kill somebody because they're scared. They're the ones that we need to be looking at. It shouldn't be, yeah. it shouldn't be, a, um, well, you the parents or you know you got to do this. Okay, you can do that, but we, at the same time, we need to put more pressure on the people that are actually getting paid to carry around weapons that can kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying, but why do you guys act like just because I have one point doesn't mean I doesn't have, that doesn't mean just because I see something one way doesn't mean I can't see it another way as well. Also, I want to comment that I don't think anyone has answered the question that Gabby even asked. They have. Y'all have. So, like, we're just kind of going around it, and we're not answering her question. Let me finish what I was saying, and and then I'll answer the question. I do understand everything you just said, Gabby. It's a problem with our system. It is something that has needed to be fixed for years, and the police officer that shot Samir Rice, I think was... Should have been shot himself. I think he needs the electric chair. That's my point of view because, yes, I do believe in the death penalty. But at the same time, I'm saying, Tamir Rice, I want my cousins to avoid a Tamir Rice situation because I know that this can happen. That's what I'm saying. And as far as LeBron James go. And his commenting and on and or, or lack thereof of the Tamir Rice situation, and then expecting black people to come around him and say, "Oh yeah, I, th- I think you're stupid." 
first of all, you should have. I see. I understand why he didn't say something because of image or whatever. But if you're if you want the black community to be on your side, in one instance, you need to be on their side in all instances. Yeah, most definitely. And I agree with that one hundred percent. Um, I agree with Gabby. I think it is something that um. I, I answer your question. Yes, I definitely agree that that is something that happens. It's first of all, it's always all lives matter, and then as soon as something terrible happens, it's Black Lives Matter, and we racism exists. Um, <laughs> and that's not like that's not just celebrities. That's like people I work with. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. not something. Um, that is only celebrities or only happens um there it also happens like in my job like i've had people who one day say things along the lines of oh you know she's all right she didn't mean to say that really terrible racist thing and then as soon as somebody says something racist about them it oh my god i'm filing a ticket i'm doing this i'm doing that i'm doing this it's like Dude, like, which one is it? Like, are you, I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's, like, human nature to be hypocritical, but at the same time, like, you can't expect someone to be behind your back when one day you're saying all lives matter and the next day you're saying black lives matter, you know? Yeah. Or even vice versa, like, saying black lives matter and then one day saying all lives matter or blue lives matter. Like, first of all, blue lives and a real fucking thing, but anyway, like... I, I don't think that I don't I, I agree with Gabby point blank period to answer your and, and the irony of it him evoking Emmett Till is that uh, there's this quote uh, by Emmett Till's mom uh, that says pretty much she said um, two months ago I had a nice apartment in Chicago I had a good job I had a son when something happened to the Negroes in the south I said that's their business not mine now I know how wrong I was the murder of my son has shown me what happens to any of us anywhere in the world. It better be the business of all of us. And that's the ironic part. Like <laughs> for people, they don't care until it, until it touches them. And that's terrible. Like, I don't know. I think that's a part of, cause sometimes we get shamed as black people for, you know, wanting to stick together and be with each other and support each other, support black businesses, because a lot of the, the philosophy of America is individualism and get yours. Don't worry about nobody else. Just make sure you good. You know, I I just think it's just, I mean, wake up. It's a cool that he got a wake up call. Maybe this will be a change for the better. But I hate that it always has to be some big event for for these black celebrities. And then they always they always uh trying to call on the people they just got through dogging to support them. I, I hate that. But I think that that's like KT said. I think that that's human nature for a person to only see their bubble until somebody but. Burst, burst their bubble. You know, if you if you lived one way your whole life, and nothing bad ever really happens to you, and you don't know experience, you don't know until you know suffering or until you know um, oppression, and you'll never really understand. And then when that when you like, oh, this is what it is. Well, yeah, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Then you say, "Oh yeah, this is wrong," but hey, 
you don't realize that that could happen to you until you are out of your bubble. I think that's just human nature. But the thing and is, LeBron James wasn't all, LeBron James is from the hood. Like, it, it, it wasn't like he's from that. a rich neighborhood. Let me, you know what I'm saying? I understand that, but let me tell you something. You give a black person or any person, you give a poor person money for a long period of time, and if you, especially the, a lot of the people that I know who are from the hood, uh-huh. they're trying to get up out the hood. And the mm. ones who I know who did get up out the hood, they ain't trying to go back. They don't want nothing to do with that. And I think it's a mentality thing that people have to remember just because you make it somewhere, make it out of the hood or make it out of a bad situation doesn't mean that you can't remember what it was because that's officially shaped who you are. All right, let's segue. Last topic. Um, you know, a lot of you people are not from Memphis, but we got some people that's from Memphis, so they already know what's going on. We know Bubba, he knows what's going on. Memphis Diva, Diva. you know who you are, ma'am. So there's this big story that came out, and it's caused a lot of shockwaves in Memphis. This white principal um, at this school, Tresvent Ronnie High Mackin. School. Huh? His name is Ronnie Mackin. Ronnie Mackin wrote this six page letter pretty much airing out all the school's dirty laundry and their illegal practices um let me read a little bit it said he wrote a six-page resignation letter thursday that puts a new dark cloud over the school's second straight state title he says there have been multiple incidents where i've been uncovered illegal and unethical wrongdoings. He talks about inappropriate sexual relationships between school employees. He accuses the former head coach of paying players to play for Tresvent and said that he found inconsistencies between grades on report cards and the transcripts. He said that the school discovered nearly all of its 142 seniors were not on track to graduate. Students received credits for classes they did not pass, and grades had been changed to boost the grade point average. Those students included players on the Tresvent football team. Many are attending or will attend NCAA schools or football. The team forfeited one game last year during an investigation, but the TSSAA cleared the team of any wrongdoing. Um, Shelby County Schools is looking into the case. Mm. Um. Mm. It says the letter is clouded by. Okay, they hired a new principal. Long story short, it's juiciness. I got a question though. I got a question though. Are the football players that he's accusing of the wrongdoing or the football head coach are they black? Yeah, it's a black. It's a predominantly black school. A black school. Hmm. Okay. I'm just. I don't think got nothing to do with that, but I believe that man a hundred percent because if y'all only knew. All the, the, yeah, the craziness. I do too. Let me. <laughs> what are you going to say? But I, I'm not. I believe it too. But I, first of all, hold on. Did, what did it say about sexual favors? No, it said like uh, inappropriate sexual relationships between employees. I don't think they say anything about the students. But Okay, well then. Yeah. I ain't mad at it, be, to be completely honest, because I feel like the school board knows. They knew or have known. Um, because a lot don't, don't aren't don't a lot of uh football players who come out of transit go on go like like they are because they go on to play for big schools. Yeah. So 
I bet they're making money off those students. Students get a full scholarship. The the uh, school gets money, and the everybody makes money but the student. And he gets the education and the football career, possibly. I don't. I'm not mad at it, but and I believe it to the fullest extent. I mean, you're not mad at the people mad. changing the grades. I'm mad that it sets them back. I'm mad that you know, it um, that it harms the student, if, of especially because of a lot of football players, a lot of at black athletes, especially. That's the only thing I am mad about. Uh huh. Because a lot of black athletes, especially black athletes, they have a tendency to believe that they don't need school because. They got football, or I've got basketball, or I've got baseball. But that doesn't last always. Uh-huh. 90% of you guys will not make it to NFL. Yeah, he also said, like, security officials, um, misconduct by school security officials led to $50,000 worth of equipment being stolen. He said um, all types of crazy what? stuff. Um, but I think I think that uh, the changing of the grades is probably the most... That's probably the most devastating thing. And if and yes. if this the Shelby County school people know that this is going on, which they probably do. I mean, it's word travels. Yeah, these do. Pe- there's not nothing I, going on I at these bet. schools that these people don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. They're just terrible. And like you said, it sets our children back so much. They already ain't going. They, you know, they're most of these kids. Like we <laughs> talked to D Murph. We talked to D Murph. He's he was a college athlete. He said most of these folks we ain't we, we didn't care two pennies about getting no education. It was about getting uh playing football or basketball and about all that stuff. Trying to make it big. Right. And so these people are already struggling in grades. How many students a hundred and some students not ready to graduate senior le- senior year? That is terrible. That shows you It's our school system, first of all, because let me tell you, I don't know. Gabby, if you felt that way, this way, but because you went to a much better school than I did. But our school system in Memphis, I can say sucks because I was not ready for college. Uh-huh. I wasn't under any circumstances wow. was I ready for college. Oh, change classes. But I felt horrible going into school. I didn't feel, I felt dumb. And, it, it, and as the first person, which a lot of black people are, to go to college, it made me feel extra pressure because not only was my mom expecting me to be this, you know, smart, straight A student and keep my scholarships, but the school that, you know, led me to believe I was smart enough to get in. Now I'm thinking, oh, well, hell, I'm not smart at all. It sucks. And, and it's just, like you said, it's putting these kids at a disadvantage. And I was also reading somewhere where it says now these colleges are being pressured more and more to uh, put out these high graduation rates. So even in college now, the, they're giving these students too much of a leeway and letting them pass when they're not supposed to pass. So what does that mean? That means we're graduating people that potentially don't aren't even supposed to be graduated from college you know what i'm saying they have a degree but they might not even be knowledgeable in the area that they're trying to pursue it's just damn i I wish they would have done me that way 
if the curriculum already they teachers ain't teaching, you can get an A, but that don't mean you necessarily getting a good education. So what can you what could even be done? I I'm <laughs> right. So so I think it's just oh, it's just really really sad. And I even in my experiences, I have seen p- teachers with my own eyes cheating, giving giving cheating. kids get, cheating on tests, giving kids answers, <laughs> changing grades and stuff like that. And I'm like. You're putting the children at a disadvantage, but you don't care because it was just if y'all knew we gonna it's gonna take like a, a we gonna have to do like a three part episode on just all the mess, and then it's oh, just cool. the people that are getting hurt is just the children, and then we are gonna blame the you children know? saying these children stupid, these children don't know they how to do algebra, these children don't know how to count money, these children are they where are they supposed to get this out of from thin air? They're supposed to already know how to do these like we're we're failing our kids. A hundred percent, and I'm yeah. glad this guy he he put out this letter. If y'all wanna um, if y'all wanna read the letter, well, what was his reasoning for putting? He resigned the because out. he's he resigned he resi- resigned from the the position, and I guess he just had why? some grievances th- because of that stuff. That's why. No, how long was he at this school? I think like I, I want to say it wasn't too long. If it was less than a year, okay. But if it was more than a year. Oh, no, nah, something happened. They made him mad. He resigned, and he wanted to bust people out before he left. I'll have to look and see. I mean, re- regardless, even if he did want to bust people out, do y'all think it was right or wrong for him to this letter? I think it was 100% right. It depends right. on his reasoning. It was 100% right. It depends right. on his reasoning. I don't care why. The letter was great. Huh? The letter was great, but it depends on his reasoning whether or not you can take it and say oh well yeah that's right this is truthful i just thought it was it was interesting i don't know if this is just because we're scared or we put more um esteem on white people but it took a white person coming out writing a six-page letter for somebody to even start talking about this stuff like i wonder if i would have wrote my letter that i intend to write would it even have broke uh, broken the news you know what I'm saying? I feel like they would just say, oh, okay, girl, whatever, and, and put the paper over there to the side. You would have been on the news, Kenya. I mean, you I probably have like to, I would have to. Full of the school, maybe. I would have to, I would have to, like, literally go to the news, I think, for, the, for them maybe. to do it. Oh, you'd have to stand outside the news with a sign and a bullhorn. Because I got something juicy like, for the news. If, I, if they ever, if I ever leave their job or somebody ever do me wrong, I got some juicy in it. Oh, what's going to happen, Gabby? Is that I'm gonna find somebody who's willing to pay for your information. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you know we gonna get our cut and we are gonna leave town. Right, good. <laughs> but nobody can track us down. Right, folks <laughs> gonna be over there literally trying to have our head because we told it all. <laughs> but hey, I'm all for snitching. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you everybody. I think- I'm all for the reward. <laughs> oh yeah, we all about their big books. Um, I think we gonna we gonna end it. We gonna end it there. This was a very good ep- very good discussion. Joy was back. It was good having her back. And uh, housekeeping Ooh, things. Uh, stay tuned. August is our one year anniversary. So we're going to try to have it's some stuff planned. Anniversary. Anniversary. Hey, do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Come on, Katie. Come on, Katie. With Joy, Gabby, and Katie.
It's <laughs> our anniversary with Joy, Gabby, and KT. I'm making a song. I'm making a, a, a anniversary song for us. But yeah. again, thank you everybody uh, for supporting us again and for bearing with us. Even though we didn't have an episode last week, we appreciate the love. We appreciate y'all checking up on us. Remember, you can hit us up on our social medias. We have a Facebook, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast. Our Instagram is at talkitoutpodcast. Our Twitter is at talkitout underscore pod. Hit us up there. You know, we love talking to you guys. Uh, thank you very much. T.O. Black, if you don't know what that is, you better ask somebody. And I think that's pretty much it. This has been your girl, Gabby. Yo, oi. And KT. And this has been a Talk It's